Welcome everybody back to another episode of Two Fat Guys in a Dream. Of course, I'm your host, the most true Steen machine, Steen. As always, I'm joined here by my father, Scott Steen. Scott, how are you doing? Well, I still don't know why we didn't call it uh, Two Fat Guys, One Dream, but that's uh, that's just me. <laughs> too late. Too uh, late doing, to, be, doing, to be asking these questions. <laughs> doing well. Doing well. Um, having, a, having a fine week. Beautiful weather. What's uh Chiefs are world champions? What's not to love, buddy? Nothing. Nothing's not to love there. It's a great just, day. Beautiful weather just, outside. Uh, allergies. There's something not to love. Oh, there you go. Uh I Chiefs will, just signed arguably the best college punter of all time. Yes. So. And nothing else. He's done nothing else. N- nothing else of note has happened to that man. So oh, uh <laughs> just been waiting. Yeah. Um <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Two Fat Guys in a Dream. I will, so with the allergies, I will go ahead and apologize. There might be a couple couple sniffles, a couple, uh, I might be breathing a little heavy every now and again. Just, man, my allergies have really kicked up over the last, like, day or two. My eyes are itchy today, and then my nose has just started running the last, like, minute. Uh, that's the downside of having nice weather this early in the year. Um, a lot of, get a lot of wind, a lot of stuff kicking up that's dead from the winter. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I so, see. yeah. So I just I, I want to apologize beforehand, just so you guys see, just so if you guys hear those things. I'm sorry. I know. I'm gonna try my best to mute the mic when I'm not talking and whatnot. But uh, regardless, okay. some things are gonna get through for sure. All right. So today's episode, we're gonna go over. We're gonna recap what we normally do. You know, we're gonna talk about our weight loss through the week, and then we have a new segment. We're gonna call this "Learning from Others." I saw uh, there. Today's segment, we're going to break down uh, kind of a tweet thread of a health coach and talking about uh, his weight loss tips that he's lost and that he's uh-huh. used to help lose weight and what he's talk- what he's kind of seen be successful and not and whatnot. The contradictions to our show, the contradictions maybe amongst himself. You know, we're going to talk about those things and talk about what it can mean uh, for everybody's kind of weight loss journey and, and hopefully give you guys some tips and hopefully we learn some tips. So we'll do the what we learned right afterwards and we'll talk about something that well hopefully we're going to implement from something on his thread so yeah so let's grip it he has a lot of tips so let's grip it and rip it and get through the uh, health recap as quick as possible and we'll get right into that absolutely well i'll make my health recap real easy last week okay. i weighed 254 pounds this week i weighed in at 254 pounds zero pounds i uh really it was one of those where i didn't have a super bad day ever I just don't think I ever had a great day. I just like, it felt like, it felt like I'd have a really good lunch and a really good dinner. Then I'd have to go, or a really good breakfast and a really good dinner. And it felt like I like would be going out for lunch. So then I had like an okay lunch, but not a bet, not terrible lunch, but not a great lunch either. So I didn't have a, I never put together a great day. I had a couple good days, but they offset maybe a couple not as good days on the weekend. So you're you're flipping the switch, but you're like one of those obnoxious kids that are like six years old that are just taking the switch and flipping it back and forth. Yeah, that's exactly what you're doing. Yeah, I say I was nearly per. I think I was perfect on breakfast pretty much this week. I had a protein shake and a protein bar pretty much every single day because I'm just trying to get like 50 grams of protein in the morning. We'll talk about these tips here later, but uh, just to kind of get me kickstarted, get me going with my day, have 50 grams of protein and have. A little bit of caffeine and i think that's helped me but yeah just by the time lunch rolls around i was like uh and i just you know and then a lot of times i did make that adjustment when i had a bad lunch or i would just you know 
eat a lighter dinner or, you know, really question if I was hungry or not. So having those things, it wasn't like I ever had a terrible day. I just never had an amazing day. So all that to say, 254, still at 27 and a half pounds loss, 33.74. We're almost coming up on the season finale. I think next week, I believe, is our season finale, and then that'll be one year since we've been doing the show. I think we started first week of March. So It's been one year since we started this journey. <laughs> yeah. So Pretty good. We'll have to add in a little column of where we started on season two and where we're going. So we'll have to we'll talk about that uh you know in the upcoming weeks here but yes 254 zero pounds zero pounds lost but not not up not down but you know it makes me i had better days later in the week so i feel like i've got some momentum building right now but again zero you scott you weighed in this this week last week you weighed in at 312.5 this week you weighed in at 310.1 2.4 pounds lost uh, brings you up to 22.2 pounds loss, which is 16.78% of your goal. And remind me, you're trying to lose, is it two pounds a week, essentially, is the is your yes. barometer yes. that you've been trying to hit? So you you hit the goal this week. Yep. What uh, successes you saw? Or really- um, yeah, just basically stayed with the plan. Uh, Would have probably done a little better. Your mom is on uh, uh, the sourdough bread kick. Uh, I got a starter. got a starter from your aunt. Mm-hmm. And she has been making just tons of delicious items with sourdough uh, bread, and it's uh, uh, I've been I've been really good about it, but I haven't been perfect. So uh, I'm not gonna not gonna you know, and that's but that's part of the strategy. You have to be able to cope with having unhealthy things in your house, unless you live by yourself. You know, there's going to be things that don't fit your plan that the person that you live with or the people you live with, if you have a family are going to want. So you got to learn how to ignore those. And, you know, I would say it's a lot of it had to do with the newness, uh, you know, cause the sourdough is my absolute favorite and just seeing it come out of the oven and snow, you're like, yeah, okay. I'm gonna have to some sourdough bread here. But anyway, um, yeah, I, a fine week. I'm, I'm happy with that. Uh, I got to have a, a couple of little minor bread sheets and still lose weight. All's right with the world. I definitely feel like I had a couple, uh, I, I have a win pretty much every day on my ride home from work. I drive by the wonder bread factory that's yep. there over just off of 35 down kind of between 87th and 95th around there. Every day I get stopped at a, at, essentially I get stopped at a red light there and I just smell the bread and it, man, if I'm hungry, it makes me want a fresh sourdough loaf so bad that man, I, I could not be around the sourdough household right now. I, I get lucky that we don't have sourdough bread at home. Cause I think I would, go home and make myself a sourdough grilled cheese just about every time that I smelt that. If, yeah, if I had that, event. that Irish, that Irish butter from Costco, you know, that sweet butter. Oh, and, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Carry gold. Grass, yep. fed, grass mm-hmm. fed beef. Yep. Exactly. Um, so do they, they have a, a hostess outlet there at the factory or just the, the factory itself? You know what? I'm proud to say I did. I've not investigated further and whether or not right. that's willpower or me just trying to keep it out of sight, out of mind. Uh, either way, I just, I get a sniff of sourdough bread, like at fresh baked sourdough bread on a, on an industrial scale on my way home from work just about every day. So you talk about a, uh, store that you should just set on fire. If you're on a diet, uh, it is the hostess outlet store. There is just n- probably not one thing in there that contributes to a healthy eating plan. Um, oh, 
I could go for a chocolate pudding pie, though. That is one thing oh. that you passed on to me for sure. I <laughs> listen. I'm not. I try not to sit here and blame you every time we're on this show. But man, I do like a chocolate pudding pie from Hostess, and that is that. that is under no that circumstances you. would you learn. Under no circumstances would you have learned that from your mom. <laughs> no, uh, no. Your mom thinks fried pies are like the most disgusting thing in the history of the world. So, and to be fair, she's right, but they're delicious at the same time. So. They really are, and it's just it, just the, the chocolate pudding takes it to you know the they're all great. The lemon, oh. the cherry, uh, the apple, all fantastic. But the chocolate you, pudding inside, just different level. Just, you will you will feel like a real piece of shit while you're eating one, but man, it is awesome. <laughs> you'll feel great while you're eating it. It's yeah. It's, uh, it's when you stop eating it that's the problem. Oh, and that, you've you got, got that. There's probably chocolate pudding on your chin because it really it's like a string cheese of chocolate pudding almost where it just falls out of the pie it never stays a large coating in your mouth on the, the roof of your mouth mm -hmm. on your tongue it's like oh, oh that can't God. be good you know spoiler alert it's not but all right so yeah that, that being said great job uh losing weight this week scott especially knowing how Thanks. good a chocolate pudding pie from hostess is um <laughs> so let's what were you, you don't do? see them very often you don't see them like a quick no. trip i don't don't even no, look. Think I, I normally at the store. I can't help myself but look, and I will say normally it is just cherry and apple. Every right. now and again they'll have the chocolate, but I, but most of the time it's cherry and apple, and those are fine flavors. But I'm just I've never been a cher much of a cherry pie guy, or an, I'm not a fruit pie guy. I've never been. Yeah. I'm a I'm a I'm a pecan pie. Ooh, love a pecan pie. Uh, I love the really that fried chocolate pudding pie. And honestly, I'm not a huge pie guy in general. I like a pumpkin pie, uh, key lime pie, always, always pretty solid as well. But um, probably banana, like you, banana cream pie probably be pretty good. I bet I've never had. I like one how you, you kind of, you kind of up the food talk game by putting uh in front of it and putting the letter A in front of those. I like a nice pecan pie. I like a I like a key lime pie instead of just I like key lime pie. It's like I like a key lime pie. I like a whole. I like one. A Give me give me it on a, on a give me the whole damn pan. I don't just uh, like it. I like a whole one. <laughs> something that I love that I don't know if I ever imparted to you guys is the, the Boston cream pie. I just I I don't think I've ever had one. It's just not oh one God. to find. Not an easy one to find. You know. It's cake with pudding in it. It's what it is. It has nothing to do with being a pie. It's not a pie. Well, I I don't see why I wouldn't like that. I think I like oh. pudding more than the average human being. I will say. Yeah, I, there I think, you go. I think some people are like, ugh, pudding. Oh man, I don't know if I, there's a pudding that I don't like. And I like ta I like tapioca pudding, and I know that's a deal breaker for a lot of people. It's, again, the texture thing. But same, so, like some people don't like sliced tomatoes. Also a texture thing. All right, we're totally off. The, we're totally off the rails. Let's uh, continue on. Let's talk a little bit of health. So. Again, today, so it's the learning from others segment. Um, let me pull up this thread. Again, this show is generally probably better on YouTube. There's a couple of visual aids that help you follow along. You get to see Scott's beautiful face every single day that we're out here. Uh, but this tweet thread is from Chase Cham Chase Chambers. No, Chambers. Chase Chambers. Jeez, Jesus. Cham I, I don't know why I couldn't think of Chambers there for a moment. Yes. At Chamber of Fit. At Chamber uh, of Fit, nice. Yes, that's pretty. That's a pretty good name. That's not bad. For, it's I, it's, it's no guys. at Steamroller or at Steam Machine, no. but uh, you know. You say from a couple guys that have twisted their last name into their handle. Uh, yeah, we're we're fine with that. Yeah. So um, uh, okay. So, he's, so he lays out approximately thirty-five tips or so here. Mm -hmm. So and this is stuff. 
He is a, uh, g- give us his background once again, Truman. Tell us why we should listen to this guy. So he, uh, so his, I will say his Twitter bio is, I help uh, high achievers transform their body and uh, optimize their health. Personal trainer Post. to coach th- through building on X tweets to upgrade your health and fitness. His, he begins his tweet uh, thread with saying, every fat loss tip I could come up with after 13 years in the gym and six years of coaching. And he, of course, says the book market. But, of course, they always start off with just a little bit of clickbait. And the number one is stop relying on cardio to lose fat. That is the that is his first tip. Uh, okay. He follows his up, says, trying to out-cardio a poor dish is foolish. And that is true. Is that you cannot, because he talks about it, it takes 30 seconds to eat four, 400 calories from a slice of pizza. It takes 30 minutes to burn 400 calories running. So it makes sense. If you're going, don't, if you're going to, you know, listen, you should work out, working out and having a nice long workout. If you're going to, you know, know you're going to be eating a little bit heavier. There's a, there's a lot of advantages to working out. Right. Weight loss isn't necessarily one of them. As far as cardio goes. Now, we'll get into some other exercises you can do mm-hmm. a little bit later in the thread. But as far as, uh, you know, you said 30 minutes to burn 400 calories of running, uh, that's about right. You know, I, it at my weight uh, on a treadmill, if I'm, if I'm getting about three, three, three and a half miles an hour, an hour will burn me somewhere around 800 calories. Yeah. I think it's only because I carry, it's only I carry so much weight. About... Uh, somewhere, and yeah, no, I don't think it's that much because I shoot around nine calories a minute. I say today I did the about, stair stepper for sixteen minutes. I climbed sixty flights of stairs, and I think I burned two like thirty in fifteen yeah. minutes. So that was I oh yeah, was, but I, so I could not taken, do that for an hour. I know that. <laughs> so point taken. You can't out exercise a terrible diet. You can't say, well, I'm going to work out for two hours and then I'm going to eat whatever I want. That's not how it works. Right. Um. So, all right. So your, your, uh, body, also, your body will break down quite simply. And a lot of the times you're eating calories. Whenever you're working your body out like that, you need to put good food that's going to help your body recover. And the most of the time people, whenever they're trying to work out a long time so they can eat a lot, are going to eat bad food. And that's why you're working out so much. So, yeah. Like, yeah. Like and you're said, also, you also get hungrier working out. So you may make a bad choice after you're working out because you're so damn hungry. Right. And like he says, one slice of pizza is probably 400 calories. And people will say, okay, I worked out an hour. I burned, I, you know, I burned all these extra calories. I can, I can, I can eat baked tonight. And they end up, you know, you burn those 800 calories through an hour. But then you said, well, I should treat myself. And then you eat an extra thousand calories. What right. was the point? You still yep. ended up over. So, yeah, it, it's a yeah, great it's, point. It's why he and, says, so this is why nutrition must be a priority number one for fat loss. I was just going to say that's the, that pretty much sums up that first part. And I will say before we move on, we're going to move on faster, I promise. Yes. Um, the first time I met with my new doctor, talked about a weight loss strategy. Mm-hmm. I said, well, you know, I want to get my steps up. I want to get, you know, this many steps. He goes, well, that's great. Exercise fantastic. It's at your age, though. It's all about diet. He says, and the older you get, the more it becomes about diet. Sorry, so that was confirmed with me. It was confirmed for me by a medical professional the first time I met with him. So mm-hmm. I completely agree. It is all about diet. Uh, Chase yeah. goes on to say protein should make up 50% of every plate at every meal. Green ground beef, turkey, sirloin, steak, chicken, chicken sausage, salmon, shrimp, and egg whites are a great source. If you're in a calorie deficit, you will lose fat. If you are not, you won't. It's literally that simple. All right. Well, now we have our first controversy of the evening. Um, 
this, I, I will what say. I, go ahead. I will say that I have heard there was a K-State professor. I believe it was in like 2014 or 2013. He did something where I think all he lived on was like Oreos and cake. And he said, and he did it for two weeks or a week or, you know, I, I, however long you can do it reasonably. And again, he went out, set out to prove that, yes, if you're at a calorie deficit, no matter what, you're going to lose weight. And that, I believe, he said, okay, so here's what I will say, is that he says, if you're at a calorie deficit, you will lose fat. If you're not, you won't. I don't know if you can guarantee that you're going to lose fat, right? If it, it's the same, it's the reason that eating disorders don't work is he lose is not only if, if you eat a thousand calories a day, yeah, you'll lose fat, but you're also going to lose your muscle too. And that's, so I guess mm -hmm. you will lose fat, but you'll also, you know, it all kind of comes together. And, but in a way it's one of those where people, if you're in a calorie deficit, you will lose fat. Yes, it's be but it's probably also because if you're in a calorie deficit, it's probably because you're doing a lot of protein eating, which is denser calories, okay. which aren't going to. Be or did he lose food. weight on the Oreos and cake or not? Yeah, he did lose weight. I said I, I thought I said that. Okay, maybe he did. I, so, I didn't. Yeah, no, uh... no, I got you. yeah, sorry, but yeah. So uh, now, what I'm reading mm -hmm. um, is obviously it's 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 a uh, it's a, a book. Um that talks about metabolic health. And it basically, the premise is, it's how your body reacts to glucose. Uh, glucose is, is what ultimately makes you fat, and all calories are not created equal. So that would be my first disagreement that I have with uh, Mr. Chambers, um, as far as that goes. So he says, and then he goes on to expand, our truth is, if you have more fat to lose than you, th if you have more fat to lose than you think to look the way you want, a great time to start now. Okay, lift weights, eat a high protein diet while losing weight, or you will lose muscle and become skinny fat. Skinny fat is a thing. That's actually a medical term, believe it or not. Um, and it's uh, it, and I was introduced to it by this doctor that I've been reading talking about people still being metabolically unhealthy, even though their weight is in with, within the preferred range. Mm -hmm. So um, he goes on to say, eating healthy does not equal eating perfect. You'd get 80, 90% of your calories from real food. You list potatoes, Meg, well, we all know what real food is. Right. And 10 to 20% from the foods that you love. So let's go, okay, so let's go through that. If we were on an 1800 calorie diet, like you and I both are, 30% of that would be 360 calories. So what he's saying is you could basically have 360 calories worth of shit. You could have yeah. you could have that almost that whole that piece of pizza. You could have a piece of like a medium piece of pizza or whatever. See, but but I that. wonder about that. We've talked a lot about sugar. I could mm -hmm. I could I drink a 360 calorie soda? I don't According know. To him, you, you can. You can. That just um, makes, me, makes me wonder. He says, and he says, and this is something that you and I have talked about. Point seven: Fad diets are like like keto or carnivore aren't magic and only work because you eat less calories. So Absolutely. you and I have talked about that because of food density. Yeah. Because a, a ketogenic diet or a, a carnivore diet, uh, you are by by design going to eat less calories because the food you eat is more calorie dense. Right. Um, shit food, our fried pies, whatever, very very low in calorie density. Um. So that's, I, I don't necessarily disagree with him. I, I, um, I, I don't know. I don't know. That, I do think they work 
a little bit like magic, though. I would take issue with that because the first week I was on it, Truman, I lost 10 pounds. The first week you were on keto, you lost 8 pounds? Yeah. 7 pounds? Yeah. So there are some incredible weight loss totals with, with carnivore slash keto diets. So I don't necessarily agree with that. He says, but, but, saving calories. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say that a steak, so let's put it in perspective, right? Carnivore, keto, you're going to be eating a lot of meat, a lot of a lot of steak most of the time. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we've talked about this a lot, what a 1,000 calories or what things look like. Let's say you have 1,800 calories to burn. There's 77 right. calories in one ounce of steak. So if you okay. wanted to eat all of your calories in steak, you would have to eat a 24-ounce steak. I don't know if you guys have ever seen a 24-ounce steak. Uh, and a lot of times you see a 24 ounce steak before it's really been cooked or before it's, you know, it's 24 ounces and then they cook it. And it's really probably 22 to 20 whenever they're giving it to you. Uh, 24 right. ounces of steak, pretty, pretty damn big, pretty, a I'm lot not, of steak. And, it, and, and if you that. were to eat that throughout a full day, or if you ate that at one meal compared to 1800 calories of uh, pasta and soda, I think you're going to fill up a lot faster on that steak than you are on the pasta and soda. And so that's where we talk about having those kind of those dense foods, that calorie density, the high protein. Right. And that's why in, he does talk about that keto and carnivore. They're not magic because they do, you know, they're magic in that you are so full that you feel like you're like, oh, I must be eating so many calories. No, you're probably eating about 1,600 calories, but you ate good, high density cal caloric meals that your, that your body wants to take in and is struggling to digest, not struggling to digest, but using that energy throughout the day. And it's not burning through it as quickly, long burning calories. If you will. Now, see in, in your keto people, your car, your carnivore people will tell you that that's not why you're losing weight. You're losing weight because your body is burning glucose, which in turn burns fat. You're, 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 uh, you're uh, um, processing insulin in a more efficient manner. You're not overloaded with insulin. Uh, and therefore, the glucose in your body goes away. The fat goes away. That's their premise. I'm not going to uh, argue with uh, a fitness trainer for 12 years. Um, but um, my secondhand knowledge says this is not completely accurate. So uh, he goes on with a great tip. Saving calories for later works wonders. You and I have talked about that. If you know you're going to eat out for dinner, only have protein shakes or fast beforehand. Adjust that you know, a little bit. But... Yeah. Uh, be mindful of your food. Something else we've talked about. Chew it until it's liquid in your mouth. This will help you feel soon, feel full sooner. Absolutely correct. There's the, uh, your mom has talked about this, the Japanese method where you eat till you're about 70% full and you walk away and ultimately at the end of 20 minutes or so, you become almost completely full. Um, just because your weight I, is... I, I, Oh, I, I've just, I've kind of been back to struggling with that. I, I've noticed lately that I don't leave a ton of food on the plate. I just, don't, I don't know why it is. I like today was a great example. I had like eaten a fair amount. I we went to a Chinese place. I had eaten pretty much my meal. I was feeling pretty good. And I had about a cup of rice left. I left it and I wasn't hungry, but I did go back and finish it. I need to just, I need to throw a napkin on it sooner. Push yep. it off to the side. Yep. Yep. Or uh, I've even uh, I've even poured water on stuff, taken a little bit of uh, my, my water or something and poured it on something like that just so I won't eat it. You know, it's Fill up a straw. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. It's, not, it's not it's not my most prideful moments. But you know what? If you recognize your weaknesses and you develop strategies around them, you know, some some of your weaknesses you can overcome. 
Some of them you can't. You know, we've talked about me and my night eating. It's just a thing. I lock up the food. It works great for me. It's stupid. Yep. But it is what it is, and it works. Um, he goes on to say just that. Yeah. Sorry. Your weight isn't uh, moving down. Doesn't mean you aren't making progress. When you first start lifting, you can lose winches off your waist without losing it on the scale. That basically says you're you're building muscle that's replacing the fat. So, uh, and now he his personal advice here: start the day with 50 grams of protein at breakfast. That's what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. You'll be less hungry the rest of the day. I do agree with that. Um, and then he lists uh, kind of comparisons: what 50 uh, grams of protein is. Uh, that's two cups of egg whites. It's eight ounces of uh, ground beef, six ounces of chicken breast, two cups of cottage cheese, which sounds like a hell of a deal. So you see how much two cups of cottage cheese is. Love it's a shit. Ton. Yeah. Uh, eight ounces of steak, eight ounces of ground turkey, 13 shrimp. So there's a pretty good idea um, about um, what uh, 50 grams of protein looks like. Yeah. Uh, and just some motivation stuff. If you've been unhappy, it's time to admit something has to change. Yes. Do cardio for your heart, health, and brain, not to burn calories. Remember that. It's going to come back here in a minute. <laughs> um, but I agree with that. I, I agree with all those things right there. Um, and you know, again, we're, this is never something where you're going to say don't exercise, but it's not your main focus. If you want to lose weight, sustain sustainability beats speed aim to lose at a rate of a point, point 0.5 to 1% body loss weight per week. Pretty good piece of advice right there. You weigh 250. You're going to want to lose somewhere in the neighborhood of a pound and a quarter to two, two and a half pounds a week. That's right in the ballpark of what you and I have been talking about. Now, I think, I think we talked about this. I, I'm sorry. I've been talking about this a lot with like people lately in my life for whatever reason, but uh, it's kind of interesting because we live in this internet culture where, and this is the reason that why we mainly do this podcast that we live in the internet culture where, Oh, I see somebody being fit and they went from fat to fit in 30 seconds. I just saw the TikTok. I want to be fit tomorrow. I want to be down 50 pounds tomorrow. And it's like, no, that doesn't work. So if you're not down 50 pounds in one week, don't give up because it doesn't look like people say, well, you can't say, okay, I'm going to lose 10 pounds tomorrow. No, you can't even guarantee you're going to lose one pound tomorrow. What you can do is say, okay, tomorrow I'm going to get up and work out in the morning, eat a salad for lunch and don't drink soda. Those are things that you can do. And then your hope your body responds well tomorrow but but if maybe it doesn't maybe if you do that for four days it's it's gonna respond well and that's That's but some people it's struggling sometimes that it is sustainability versus speed if you want to lose it in 50 pounds but or you want to lose 50 pounds in a month but if you do that odds are you're doing something that you're not going to be able to stick to because you're doing something so extreme oh it's like the biggest loser show where you know he went back when they went back and revisited those people very very few of them kept uh the weight off right yeah most of them and most of them had gained back and then some so yes it was it's good good tv not a good uh, plan for life so, so a fair amount of uh, uh, physio physiological abuse going on there too psychological yeah. abuse sorry and physiological yeah abuse, anyway yeah yeah so here comes the contradiction truman uh tip number 16 walking ten thousand plus steps a day is the ultimate hack to be able to eat more food while losing fat so that would appear to contradict this whole premise of cardio doesn't help you lose fat. Yeah. It's a am weird. I, am I missing something here? My only guess is that. So a great example today, this morning, you know, or I guess not this morning. It was like yesterday morning. 
you know, I'm on Wednesday for me because I'm trying to, you know, hit the best weight I can for uh, Thursday. I also bowl on Wednesday nights, so I try not to weightlift too much. So Thursday is like a big cut day for me, right? So I, I, I run a mile, and then like I was on the stair stepper, and then I'm back on the elliptical. I'm trying to just lose weight and try to grind through some extra uh, calories, just you know, look good for tomorrow or whatever. But um, I look at it, and it's funny. I did that hour or two of cardio, you know, hour 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 ten of cardio, and I only done like six thousand steps. And I'm like, dude, I did an hour of really. I burned nine hundred calories, or you know, whatever. When by the time I got home. I did 5,600 steps, 6,000 steps. So maybe it's that basically if you're up and moving around that long, that does do a little bit better. It's the, uh, it's kind of the college kid thing, right? A lot of people say, well, I got out of college and I, I gained, I put on a bunch of weight and they're like, yeah, it's cause you, because I'm sitting at my desk. Yeah, it is because you're sitting at your desk. Also cause you're not walking to class anymore. You're not walking to your job. You're not walking to, you're not walking a mile to campus and a mile back from campus three times a day. You know, it's, yeah. and that is, I, I think there is something to be said about sustained, like instead of just trying to get all your steps, you're not going to get 10,000 steps in, in the morning. Right. But if you're, if you're commit to being active all day, commit to moving around and hitting those 10,000 steps by the end of the day. I think that does help you lose weight because you are constantly moving. You're constantly, and you're keeping your metabolism up. You're not letting, you know, your heart beats not resting too far. I, th I think there is something to be said about that 10,000 K steps, you know, and it's, it's about walking and he does say walking, you know, it's not about doing cardio to run those 10,000 steps. It's just, if you hit 10,000 steps through walking goals, it, I think it helps you. I, th I think, and there's also part of it that it also helps you. You're thinking about your fitness all day. He even said it earlier, you know, health, being healthy is a mindset you have to do. Or I think he talks about later on where being healthy is a mindset and you have to do what you want fit, what fit people do. And, being if you're committing to walking enough that you're going to hit 10,000 steps in a day I think there's part of that that changes your mindset that you're always thinking about your weight loss goals and how you're moving forward very good um so you don't have to cut carbs to zero to lose fat okay well it's kind of hard to do anyway but he says as long as calories burned are greater than calories consumed you'll lose no matter how many carbs you eat um probably true but will you lose as quickly and and the part of eating carbs is that eating some carbs make you want to eat more carbs i i think awesome. if you if you say okay well i'm gonna have a carby day but i'm gonna eat 1800 calories of carbs i think by the time you get to that 1800 calories at the end of the day i think you'll be hungry and i think you'll want more carbs because you've eaten this many carbs already i could go for a couple more carbs I, I think it is a slippery slope of carbs. I, I don't think carbs have to be your ultimate enemy, but I don't think they are going to be on the winning team. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yep, absolutely. Um, he says that anybody that says healthy food doesn't taste good is full of shit. I then gives a, an example of something that he likes to make with yogurt, uh, vanilla cheesecake, pudding mix, a tablespoon of honey, and a couple blueberries. Honestly, it doesn't sound bad. No, looks pretty good. Um, an identity shift is crucial. There you go. Sorry, I, I jumped the gun. I jumped the gun. Uh, it's crucial to keeping fat off for life. You must develop the habits and mindset of a fit person. Uh, one pound of muscle equals five to seven calories burned per day. So, uh, somebody, is that 
Yeah. Okay. He's saying, one so pound. the more the more muscle you build, the more calories you burn. If you're yes getting stronger and healthier, it just it takes more calories for your body to operate at that level than it does for me, a sedentary, a sedentary person that's just sitting here and not doing anything. Is that once my body has all this muscle, it just to do anything is going to be moving because you're a lot stronger. It just takes a lot to move around more, and your metabolism is simply better. So. Uh, losing fat won't just improve the way you look. It'll give you more energy, confidence, and help you think clearly. Okay. Uh, and then here's a, something that we get asked often, 15% body fat or less should be your fat goal. Is it, if you're a male, 25% or less as a female. Um, many times you think you're hungry, you're just bored. When you feel hungry, ask yourself if you'd eat a salad. If the answer is no, you're not truly hungry. <laughs> uh, okay i think i agree with the premise i don't necessarily agree with the example but i i do think there are some times when you are just you bored eat yeah oh absolutely um i've also talked about on the show that if you are wanting to if you don't love salads or you don't love healthy food i've always said the best time the best way to get over that and the best way to make yourself want to eat those foods and get over foods that you don't like that you should be eating is to uh, commit to eating those when you're hungry. And so that is kind of a funny thing that he brings up. I don't know if this is exactly his point, but, you know, it's one of those things where, oh, uh, I don't eat a ton of salads. I just don't like eating my vegetables. Wait till you're really hungry and somebody puts vegetables in front of you. I think you'll eat them, and I think you'll get over it. Okay. Uh, you're going to get slightly hungry when you're in a calorie deficit. View this as hunger as progress and stay strong. I don't know. That any plan where you are consistently hungry is going to be long-term successful. I think you have to get comfortable with being a little hungry. Uh, like, not not at night, but I think the hunger that you're getting at 11 o'clock when you're going to lunch at 11.30, I think you need to be able to sit there and say, okay, I don't need to snack. I don't need to sure. satiate my hunger right now. But we've talked about, I mean, but the, the being slightly hungry, I... Again, we talk about this about diets a lot is that we've had diets on the show where I said, you know, this kind of feels like an eating disorder. And there is a limit to there is a point where you go, okay, listen, if you're hungry, your body's telling you that you should eat. Yeah. Feel free to yeah, eat. Now, Just don't eat too much. Stop when you're not he, hungry anymore. If he wanted to change that point to you'll feel hungrier than you're used to you were picking out on Twinkies and eating whatever you wanted to whenever you wanted to, I would go along with that. Mm -hmm. But feeling hungry like you have to eat, I don't think that's sustainable. So no. uh, best way to stop snacking on junk food is simply not to buy it. Out of sight, out of mind. I agree with that. Not always practical, as we talked about earlier in the show. If you have kids, a good chance you're going to have sugary cereal, unless you've got everybody on board. Unless yeah. you've got them all on board with the program. Uh, I don't uh, buy, I don't buy soda. I don't buy, I don't like yeah. we have, we have the little cans of soda that we've talked about and that's, mm -hmm. and they, those are down here. So if I'm upstairs and we're hanging out watching TV or something, it's only, I don't, I really don't drink them a ton. And that's on purpose because I know if I buy a 12 pack of soda and allowed myself to just have a soda whenever I wanted, I would drink a lot more soda. So I don't right. do that. So, um, nothing will kill your progress more than alcohol. The less you drink, the easier losing fat should be or will be. So I don't necessarily understand that. If you wanted to see to me, that is kind of, you're, you're, you're 
kind of drifting into the low carb thing. You know, because if you wanted to have three beers for your 350 calories there for your 20%, then it shouldn't matter. Right. Calories are calories, right? But I do think it lowers I do think it lowers your inhibitions. I know yeah, oh, sure. we, we've, we've talked, about, we've talked yes. about carbs making you want more carbs. And I, you know, anybody who's been wasted in Aggieville at 2 a.m. can tell you. Uh food starts to look a lot better. <laughs> I don't know if well, I sure. go to Hunam Express at 7 p.m. on on a Tuesday, but I know right. at 2 a.m. on a on a Saturday night, uh I'm I'm in the line and the line is long, you know? It's no. cuz I think part of that is your lower inhibitions, that you're not as focused on your goals and also because you've started doing you started drinking your carbs. And especially once you start drinking carbs, you want to start eating more carbs always. You know, there's a reason. Hey, you look around, you see what's open. You got pizza, you got donuts, you got Chinese. Yeah, and there's no, there's no, there's no salad bar open at 2 a.m. Well, and there's a re- there's a reason the po- the the movie theater uh, sells popcorn and soda. It's because it's a great combination that makes you want to drink more soda and eat more popcorn when you're doing the other one. And it's the same thing with bars and peanuts. It's it, it and bars and pretzels. It's always been that kind of combination. I will also say this has been one of the things that I'm trying to c- commit to more is that you know, there's a lot of times I go out to a happy hour and somebody well oh let's just have I'll have a beer or two and that's you know, that's fine. But at the same reason at the same time you know I we drink alcohol as a society. If we're being honest, we drink alcohol to have a little more fun or to. To to get drunk essentially is what we're is always the goal when you're drinking alcohol, essentially. That's not true. That is absolutely not. I true. mean, unless you're not. I mean, it's it's to feel that way, right? I mean, that is why it's to feel less than. It's it's you know. It I think you have great. hundreds of people listening right now that are saying hundreds of people. I like to have a glass of red wine at night. I'm yeah. not drinking to get. That's. But I like so. I like to drink it because it's how it makes me feel. I guess takes the edge off or whatever. So, you know, right. It makes you a little more drunk. Yes. <laughs> That's, and so I don't know. Uh, there's been a lot of times where it's like, if I'm not going to really commit to drinking, I'm trying to mix in more club sodas while I'm out at happy hours or whatnot, where I'm like, I don't really need to drink tonight. I'm really all right. So here, here's a couple of pretty good tips in general. You'll notice the better you sleep, the lower your hunger levels are on that. But it says prioritize seven or eight hours of quality sleep to make fat loss as easy as possible. Uh, almost everything I read said uh, getting a good night's sleep is crucial to losing weight. That's um, something I've committed to more over the last week, going to bed uh, the re- before 10. The reason. Before 11, yeah. Well, and the reason is uh, that's when your body rebuilds. Mm-hmm. That's when your body is, is you know, basically breaking down, using those calories to replenish and get ready for the next day. If you don't obviously have that rest cycle, uh, you're not going to burn as many calories while you sleep. So uh, poor circadian health equals poor fullness signaling. Again, I don't know about that. The, this is improve your circadian health. Start getting sunlight in your eyes every morning. Make fat loss easier. Again, I'm not sure those two things tie together. But getting sunlight, always a great idea. Getting your vitamin D up. Uh, fat loss is more between the ears than anything else. You'll have to keep your goal top of mind daily or you will struggle. Uh, one serving of popcorn plus sparkling water is the ultimate hack to stave off hunger after dinner. Interesting. Don't hate that. Uh, a lot to be said for air pop, air, air fried, air, air pop popcorn. Sure. Uh, protein is king for fat loss. Uh, emphasis his. 
satiating helps you burn calories and helps you retain your muscle, make it a primary nutritional focus, and you will win at loss. Target one gram per pound of body weight daily or one gram per pound of goal body weight if you're extremely overweight. So, 200 grams of protein is a lot of protein in a day. We've talked about that before, but yeah. it's not, not unreasonable happen. for, you know, but it's not, I, I think it's a goal, but I, I don't think there's a ton of days where I hit 200 grams of protein. Yeah, that's good. Uh, fat loss is not just about a calorie, uh, calorie deficit, about eating quality calories. So you can keep your gut healthy, your cells functioning properly. Again, it seems like he's kind of going back and forth here a little bit. Yeah. Um, if, you're, if you're sick of spinning your wheels, hire a coach. A great coach will get you results. I think a little self-promo yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fat loss is not easy. Going to take longer than you want? Yes. There's going to be bumps in the road? Yes. You're going to want to quit at times? Yes. But you have to keep going? Yes. That's his closer. I agree with all those points. And that's and that's the thesis. That's really the thesis of this show, right? It's the reason that we've done this. It's it's the reason yes. that we're a year later. And yeah, we didn't lose eighty pounds and one hundred and twenty pounds in one year, but we're still here doing it. And part of that reason is that we don't quit because we're here every week, and this is accountability as much as it is trying to spread the message. But it's also we're here every week to show the long road, and that there will be bumps in the road. There will be holidays yeah. where you put on ten pounds, and that's. Yeah, we, we had the realistic, like the three-month, two-and-a-half-month period there where you went off the rails a little, and I just left the park. Yeah. You know, my roller coaster not only went off the rails, I just fucking left. And and so... But if we were uh, being very honest with ourselves, we weren't very committed to the show at the time. We were busy. Football season, I think, for yeah. me and you, is both a bit of a chaos season. And we sure. didn't focus. We did a bad job. That was a bump yes. in the road. And that, that is, is... But that's part of it, right? It's real life. That's, we that's didn't real quit life. The show. I mean, We're still here. <laughs> it, it'd be easy to film us when we started and film us six months in. How great we're doing, and now we fix. You know, six months late, but that's not that's not life, man. That's not a, life. Is not a TikTok video, no matter how much you kids want it to be. It's, it's uh, why Biggest Loser is such a great show, right? It's because a lot of the times they lose 120 pounds and they say, "Bye, guys. See ya." Don't yeah. worry what happens to me after this. Listen, we're still here. We could have quit this after I after I was down 30, 35 pounds or whatever. And I was like, oh, cool. I'm in a great spot. If we ended it there, this is a success story. Since then, sure. I've put on about 10 pounds. And I'm trying to get back down to that. And But that's part of it. And that's why we're here. Absolutely. By the way, I am a biggest loser, biggest loser. I tried out for the show, I believe, three times and did not make it. Yeah, they said, nah, you got to get those numbers up. Got to get that. You know, yeah, that's the funny part. It's the only time in my life I've ever been told I wasn't fat enough. Eat more? I could, I could eat more. <laughs> uh, believe me, I thought about it, but I'm like, no, that's not, no, that's not no, something no, I wanted no. to do. So, that's like the people that, um, leave their, that leave their spouses to go be on dating shows. Like, what was the that? point? I, I've, Is that a that's thing? been, it's like been a thing on like the bachelor there, the bachelorette and like, uh, love Island is like, there's been people that have left like, they're like, Oh, I hadn't heard from my girlfriend in two or my boyfriend or girlfriend in two weeks. And all of a sudden I was watching Netflix and there they were on the dating show. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, that's just not good. So, right. So all right. tell that's me the show, bud. Well, I mean, tell Go me ahead. one of the things that you're going to implement this week. Tell me for one of the things from this that you or taking away and you're saying, okay, that's what I want to do this week. Um, I, I would, you know, if, with, to, to me, it always comes back to, uh, getting enough exercise. 
mm-hmm. just to make myself feel better, not necessarily for weight loss. Although I do, I will tell you, Truman, that I have used uh, walking in tandem with uh, a diet and had tremendous results at various times of my life. Like many fat people, I have gained and lost a ton of weight, probably almost close to literally. So uh, we have great weather coming up for the next five days. We're recording this on Thursday. We're going to have 60s or 70s until next Tuesday. I am going to uh, try to hit, uh, I'd like to hit 10,000 steps one of those days. Okay. One of those days that are going to be uh, in the in the mid-70s. And if I have to go out and walk without the dog, one of those walks I will. But uh, yeah, that's that's what I'm going to try to do. That's what I'm going to try to implement. Um, and, 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 and maybe consider talking about lifting weights. Okay. I've got, a, I've got a nice, I've got a, like a, a 10 pound kettlebell Perfect. that I, yeah. I could get started doing some basic stuff around here. Um, I, I do believe there's a lot of, uh, um, evidence and studies. There's a lot of studies that talk about, uh, weight training will help lose weight more than any other exercise. And I, I think part of that is not only not necessarily the anaerobic exercise you're getting, but it's also the fact you're bur- you're building muscle, which burns more fat. So, uh, I think my thing I'm going to chase is I'm going to chase kind of two things, with one being the backup to the other. I'm going to try to make fifty percent of my plate protein. Okay. As he talked about, that's I I think a big one for me is that I don't as as I sometimes just let it become a side thought on it. But also, mm-hmm. if at the very minimum, I know he just said for breakfast, aim for 50 grams of protein. But if I do 50 grams of protein for every single meal, I'm going to be pretty close to that 200 goal. You know, if I'm hitting at least 50 grams of protein, you know, with some, obviously I'd have to go 50, 75, 75. But if I'm going, you know, 50 in the morning, and if I go, you know, if I go 50 for lunch and 50 for dinner, I, that's more that's more protein than I've been eating. And I have oh. been working out. And I am feeling that my body, like, wants the protein to help kind of build muscles. I can kind of feel it, feel my body shifting in a way where I've, I've been, I've just been, I've been a lot healthier and been in a good workout routine. I've also been uh, going to bed a little earlier uh, this night, not including, and that's been helping me uh, have a little more success at the gym as well. So. Hey, very good. Very good. And uh, just a reminder, um, since I flipped the switch on the 20th of January, I've uh, just completed my, Fifth week, and uh, I am down uh, eight, 16? Uh, 16.7 pounds in five weeks. Okay. Wow. Good. So there's a lot to be said for changing your mindset. I completely agree with that. All right. So there you go. That is Now that is the show. You follow me, at Steam Machine. Follow him, at Steamroller. Uh, we're here on YouTube, Open Disaster Productions, if you're watching on YouTube and you think, ah, I think I'd rather be able to lock my phone and listen to this or, you know, go to Spotify, go to, go to Apple where we're everywhere that you listen to your podcast. We appreciate you guys for being here. We appreciate you liking, comment, subscribing. Uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm ready to have a good week. I'm ready to, uh, I feel like we're, we've been building, I've been building some momentum, even if it hasn't been showing. I really feel like I'm in a, I'm, I'm ready for like a four pound week. I feel like, I feel like I'm in just in a good zone right now where let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. I'm ready. Let's let's each have a four pound week. That'd be fantastic. Absolutely. So All right, that sounds good to me. All right. We guys, we appreciate you for being here. Appreciate you for hanging out. Um, again, I've been Truman Steam Machine Steen. That's been Scott Steen over there. Uh, 
thank you. We appreciate you for being here. The dreamers, believers, even the fat guys. We'll see you next week. Yeah, we'll be here. Take care. Have a great week. Go out there and get some sun. Absolutely. We're going to learn a little bit more next week. See you.